This is the discourse for Africa by Africans. The African voice for Africans. The discourse. Thank you for joining me on this podcast, The Discourse. Conversations on the discourse analyzes major developing news, events and burning issues on the African continent. It examines the state of wellness of Africa, its economies, lifestyles, politics and democracies from experts' point of view. I am Imor and I tweet at Imorich. The military junta in Mali has released two senior government officials detained during the coup against President Ibrahim Bobaka Keita after a meeting with UN Human Rights overnight with the Oyster leader. There has been no word from Keita since Tuesday when he dissolved parliament and then resigned after being detained at gunpoint. His resignation deepens the crisis facing the country, already struggling to fend off an insurgency by Islamist militant. The release of Finance Minister Abdullahi Dafe and the President's Private Secretary Sabane Mahabmudu came as junta leaders held discussions with political leaders about creating a transitional authority. Meanwhile, a massive rally was held on Friday afternoon in Bamako, organized by a coalition of oppositions known as the June 5 Movement to celebrate the Oyster of Keita. Several protests were held by the June 5 movement, which has led to the killing of over 14 people. The crisis in Mali has also given boldness to other West African countries with political crisis. On Friday, women's organizations of the opposition political parties in Côte d'Ivoire held a mass rally in the capital Abidjan despite a ban placed by the government on public rallies and demonstrations. The demonstrations follow the announcement of President Alassane Ouattara's candidacy for a third term. The coup in Mali in the days and weeks to come will continue to dominate discourse across board. A military coup on Tuesday led to the resignation of President Keita after several months of protests by Malians over his government. Reacting to the development, the Center for Democracy and Development, CDD, in a statement by its director, Idayat Hassan, noted that the respect for the right of all detained officials, including President Ibrahim Bovaka Keita, is a non-negotiable pathway to resolve the political situation in Mali. With all parties involved in resolving the crisis in Mali, what is next? My guest is Austin Aigbe, Senior Program Officer at the Center for Democracy and Development. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. What is the stand of the Center for Democracy and Development in the crisis rocking Mali? Okay, so we, we, we've already made a statement. The statement. Uh, called that Mali has been in crisis for a few, a few months after the election of 2016. And for some obvious reasons, they've, been, they've not been able to sit down to response that will lead the country to peace. But uh, what, from our point as a Center for Democracy and Development, We've, we've called on all the authorities, including the ECOWAS, uh, the UN, regional bodies, to, as a matter of urgency, stand with the people of Mali and ask that the, the president, Kayata, uh, who has been was under detention, be released forthwith, at least immediately, because President Ibrahim Kayata 
if a democratically elected president in an election that was observed by many, including the Center for Democracy and Development in 2018. We call on the people of Mali not to give any form of support to this anti-democratic action. We feel that uh, whatever may have happened, they still need democratic government is far better. In fact, the worst democratic regime is far better than their best military intervention. Do you think the move by ECOWAS may be a little late considering the fact that there have been several failed attempts in the past weeks to resolve the crisis? It's not late. You just impose sanctions. What ECOWAS needs to do as a matter of urgency is to impose very strong sanctions and calling on all other regional bodies, including the UN, uh, AU, and of course the big brother of the Francophone countries, France, to take a stand against this military intervention. And what we need to do is to starve the government of any form of support. It is not late, um, but you, you know that the, the military has also come out to say they were working towards an election. Yeah. So um, because the President Kiyata already resigned, there they need to be a formalization of the process. The military must not be given any form of legitimacy. Um, if, we, if we support them in a way, for example, if, say, if it's too late for ECOWAS, what may come in will be, and what next? So are we going to, is the ECOWAS not going to support the, the military intervention? Of course, no. Of course, no. The, 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 the ECOWAS formation is not to have any inter interaction with any military formation. Um, it, it, I mean, there, there, are other, there are protocols. There are the protocol on governance and on democracy and good governance. That's telling clear state that uh, 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 to come to come to power must be made through free, fair, and transparent elections. Okay. So, if the military wants to seize Mali, they must go for election and be elected as a military. Uh, 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 maybe uh, to, if the colonel wants to be president of the, of the country, he needs to go to an election. The military has the support of the people. Just this afternoon, a massive celebration rally was held by the June Five movement. The Malians even rejected every effort and the call for reinstatement of Ibeka, as he's called. What is likely going to happen if there is no agreement afterwards? So two things are, going, two things are likely going to happen. Um, the military may likely not bow out. You, you recall what happened in 2012. The military took over power and there was some kind of this kind of intervention that went and eventually uh, an election took place within the time um, even less than the time the military has set out to ensure a transition. So what is going to happen, I, I, even though the people, usually when they, when they are, when they are cooked guitar like this, the people are likely going to erupt in some kind of celebration like you see in Mali. But that is not from the heart of the people. Why they are only excited for 2018. The opposition, don't, for, don't forget the debacle in Mali is that there is there is the opposition fighting the incumbent, fighting the president? So those opposition are likely the ones who are who are celebrating because again the, the, the man the opposition is fight uh, is fighting has been arrested. So you're going to see an, uh, uh, that kind of a full of celebration from a large number of people who are not all Malians. <laughs> there are other Malians who will not align with what is happening, and those are the people who also support the incumbent. So what you see. On, on international media, local media, yes. Uh, yes. for me, it's a section of individuals anywhere in the world when there are regime change, there's always going to be that support for and against. 
So in 2012, there was that same kind of euphoria of, of celebration. But when the, the election came, there was another level of celebration. People will always celebrate. It depends on the uh, on the eye that you you you, you tend to protect. Um, the the, the, the ECOWAS and all the regional bodies must truly stand against the people of Mali. When I say the people of Mali, I want to look at the totality of Malians because Mali is ruled by a constitution. Mali is not, is not um, a regime of military intervention. I mean, again, you, you, we shouldn't be talking about military coup in this 21st century. Uh, Mali is just all in the, in the news for coup. Uh, as my colleague mentioned yesterday, uh, just telling all the coup that has happened recently in Mali has taken place on Tuesday. So the question is, why Tuesday? Is it always orchestrated? So these are some of the things we need to put in perspective. But as CD, we feel that, yes, at some point you want to see a military involvement. And all that the military will always bring is always rhetoric, rhetoric, rhetoric. We feel that democracy needs to be restored in that country. And we feel that Malians, uh, the concern of Mali must be protected no matter what. And if action is taken as soon as possible, it will be the, in the best interest of the diplomatic community. In the coming days, yeah, there have been relative calm and peace and everybody seems to be in a happy mood as it is. But what is likely going to happen in the coming days? In negotiation, of course. But depend on when, it depends on the stand. Uh, for me, uh, for, I don't know... Uh, because this is not part of our report. For me, I think that it, it depends on the stand of France. Does France support the, 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 the new regime, the military regime? Does France, is France behind it? Uh, because there are other storylines to what is happening in Mali. Mali is supposed to be a good mine, but it's, no, it's nowhere written anywhere. The poverty in the country is still very high. Who are those manipulating the economic base of this country, of that country? So those who are those playing the game underneath the ground, who are those, the visible hand of demand and supply that control the affairs of the country? This matter a lot. Who are those, who are, who are those that gave the opposition, the kind of power they had, that present, former President Goodluck Jonathan's intervention never had the light of the day? Hmm. President Buhari, for the first time since the outbreak of COVID-19, Travel to Mali. He had never been anywhere. In fact, he had never put out from the villa. But because of Mali crisis, President Buhari went abroad, met with the forces in the, in the Mali debacle, and there was still no resolution. So obviously, you could. It was already. It was sure that there was going to be something more. But we were just praying that it wasn't going to be an outbreak of war. But at this point, the, the military has settled the matter by engaging in this kind of settlement. Can the military now bring back the two, the two forces? Opposition, let's get down. What do we need to do? If it's a government of national unity, then let, let's create it. But the military need to, as soon as possible, get them back, get President uh, Qatar to the table, get the opposition leader to the table, forget about what President, former President Gula Jonathan has resolved, forget about what President Buhari has done, forget about what ECOWAS has done. You need a Malian solution. So can we come together, Ebeka, CC, uh, uh, and Co, can we all come together on the table? What is the solution? The military does want to stay beyond this moment. Thank you, Mr. Austin Igbe from Center for Democracy and Development for talking to us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That has been The Discourse. I am Imo and I tweet at Imo Rich.